listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by David Green, Elizabeth, and Matt N. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 290th episode of Final Girls Horror Cast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. It's now officially May, the month where we will be making our way through the entire Saw franchise, God help us. <laughs> on today's episode, <laughs> sorry, on today's episode, we'll be covering both the original Saw as well as Saw 2. It's true. And as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies. So if you've managed to go all of this time without seeing Saw and Saw 2, you should head on over to Stars, where they're all streaming. So, yeah, make sure you check those out before continuing if you are spoiler sensitive. If you are. You know, they were all on Pluto and then they just took them all off just in time. That's why <laughs> Thanks, we Pluto. warned you all last month, though. <laughs> I know. Hopefully everyone started last month. I wish I did because I just wanted them to be fresh in my head when we talked about them because I thought about watching them all like last month, you know? Yeah, totally. No, I can't so do that I didn't have to. I, they'd all blend together. They really will. Like, I'm too yeah. nervous to do that, so yeah. I won't do it. <laughs> but before we jump into Saw, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Dark Nature. It has a limited re- uh, theatrical release on May 19th, and then it'll be released on the internet on May 23rd. It's directed by Berkeley Brady. Uh, it's their debut feature film. And it's written by Berkeley Brady and Tim Cairo. Tim uh, wrote Low Life. Do you remember that film from a few years back about the uh, the luchador? No. Oh, it was I remember popular. the name. I remember the name. It, it, I don't. It was think popular. I, I like. I remember liking it, but it's been a. It's been a minute. I think it yeah. came back. It came out in like two seven two thousand seventeen. So it's not super old. Uh, anyway, the IMDb summary is it tells the story of a therapy group <laughs> that is forced to confront the monsters of their past when an isolated weekend retreat tests their emotional resilience and ability to survive. So, all right. what did we say the trailer is like? It's kind of like... It's the descent, the descent, but they made their way into the woods. They're no yeah. longer cave-specific. Sure. They've evolved. I'm going to go on record and say this movie could go multiple ways. It looks good. I'm into it. The trailer makes me want to see it. Um, But it's one of those movies where you see monsters and you're like, are they real monsters? Or are they like, you know, symbolic symbolic (laughs) monsters? Yeah. (laughs) Are they they symbolic monsters? Are they like PTSD, like Mm -hmm. fake monsters? Or are they like, you know, actual physical monsters in the woods so i mean or is it that you know the therapy group is using like special therapy with pretend monsters that's also a thing right it's true this could go multiple ways well or like that one uh 
that one movie, was it like Shrooms or something where like it was the retreat and they were all in the woods and they were all tripping but then there was also yeah. a murderer and they were yes. like, are we, are we just tripping or is this real? Yeah. Kind of could thing. be both. You don't could know. Be, this could be anything. I'm, I'm going on record right now saying I hope they're real monsters. I also hope oh. they're real monsters. I like it when there's real monsters. I'm me kind too. of over the figurative monsters. Just give me real monsters. But I of course, need... that's why I didn't like the village the first time I saw it. Yeah. Spoiler I don't need alert. symbolic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did I mention we're a spoiler-heavy podcast? Well, I no. mean, <laughs> come on. You haven't seen the village yet. Um, I'm over symbolism. Just give me real monsters, thanks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't. So, yeah. I don't need this highbrow horror. Just give me some fucking monsters in the woods. I'm happy. Scare me. All right. Cool. Moving on. I'm 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 excited. I want to watch Dark Nature. I don't know where it's being released internet wise. I don't know if it's like a you know, order it, pay for it on you know, like a like a Amazon or something, or if it's gonna be on like Netflix or something. I yeah. didn't see. Well we'll figure so, it out and we'll watch it. Stay tuned. It's coming out in a few weeks. Oh, sorry, oh. I'm in my squeaky chair today and the, because Haley climbed on my lap. You can't move well, now. I, and I couldn't. I can't move. So yeah. if I squeak or if you hear purring, it's because my very sick and not doing well health-wise cat is on my lap and I don't have the heart to move her. She can do whatever she wants. So yeah, <laughs> deal with it. Thanks. Deal, deal with the squeaking <laughs> and the purring, please. Exactly. Okay. Um, Are we ready to open this door? I I think we have to start because if we don't, I'm going to... I'm going to not want to do it. Cool. We're going to just jump into Saw. Is it too late to stop this nope. month? from? I okay. said it. We're in. <laughs> We're done. We can't go back now. I All said right. Saw and that's it. All from right. 2004, it's boom. We're on our way. Directed by James Wan and written by Lee Winnell and James Wan. The IMDb summary is, Two strangers awaken in a room with no recollection of how they got there and soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer. This is... No. I almost read prawns and it made me laugh and I almost (laughs) laughed while I was reading the summary. I wish that there were more prawns in this movie. Oh, that's so funny. I'm a big fan of prawns. It's um, it's funny that they're like a notorious serial killer when they state multiple times in both of these movies that Jigsaw's never killed anyone. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I mean, I want to definitely talk about that. Yeah. At some point. It doesn't have to be right now, but they say it all the time. All the time. And I don't know how I feel about that statement. It's not. Yeah. I don't know how factual that it's is. It's not factual, but okay. let, let them cling to it <laughs> sure, as a point of reference. <laughs> so let's talk about Saw. Let's go back in time to 2004 and just yeah. talk about what Saw meant, like what Saw was, because it was a big deal. It Saw was a was very huge. big deal. Yeah. It was a huge movie. Very, very popular. A lot of like... People talking about it before it came out. A lot of hype. Um, I remember my friend telling me about the premise of Saw and being like, oh, shit, that sounds crazy. Um, I just remember being like, oh, my God, I haven't seen Carrie Elwes in forever. And this is it. 
this, <laughs> this is what this you is get. The, yeah. This I was like, shithead right, character. Let's go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting choice for him, for sure. I know. Um. So, I mean, I was excited to see it. I definitely saw it in theaters. I'm guessing you also saw it in theaters. Oh, absolutely. Multiple times, probably. I did not see it after theaters. And I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. Like, I saw it once in theaters, and then I was good. I think I saw two, like, years and years and years later. Um, I did not see any other subsequent Saw film. So I'm thinking that will give you an impression on how I felt about Saw after seeing it in the theater. And I was not a fan. For me, I know I've seen Saw 1 and 2, and then I think I saw... This is really weird to talk about. I saw Saw 4 and 5. <laughs> but I don't think I've seen 3, and I definitely haven't seen however other many there are. So, Spiral and... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I did see Spiral. Oh, you did see Spiral. I did That's see Spiral. That's the newest one, right? That's, yeah. And then we're getting was, Saw was 10. Like, Is that really saw how 10 many comes we're up out, to? Well, Saw 10 comes out this, this year. We're getting Saw 10. Sheesh. I didn't realize there were nine of these guys. Yeah. I mean, we had a whole discussion about it when we were planning the episode. That's oh, I remember. You know what's stupid is I remember mm-hmm. counting like, oh, this makes sense because then it's a month. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there's Saw. It goes <laughs> Saw, Saw 2, and then to Saw 6, it's all numbered. And then Saw 3D, which is kind of confusing. And then Jigsaw, and then Spiral, and now Saw X. Yes. So that's what you all have to look forward to for this series. <laughs> <laughs> Saw X will be a, a, a not discussed, obviously, this month yeah. because it doesn't come out till. Is it coming out? I felt like it wasn't coming out in October, which is weird. Cause it's, it is. It's October 27th is the oh, it is. Okay. release date. Release Saw date. is... And I remember every year for many years, there uh-huh. was a Saw movie that came out in October for many, many years to the point where after the third movie, we're like, really? Every year. How every year. is it possible that you're able to produce a movie every year that quickly? Um, and there's only one way to do it. And it's not a good way. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Yeah, 2004 through 2010, there was a Saw movie every year. And it was like a joke. Yeah. You know, it became a joke really quickly. I I remember Paranormal Activity also did a similar thing for a couple years. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't this because there's so many Saw movies. It did it for so long. Like one a year is crazy for a franchise. Crazy. Um, So these movies are going to get wild, I'm sure. Um, this is just the beginning. So <laughs> we're just cracking the surface. We're just scratching the surface, is right? <laughs> so I remembered a lot of the movie as I was watching it. A lot of it came to me like the second we're in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it starts right away. I don't think I knew that. Um, it like yeah, we don't get scene, any backstory. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which I appreciate. I like that. I like the way it starts. I think it starts off really strong, actually. Um, I don't think the movie is bad. It's just the editing drives me fucking nuts. It It drove me nuts in 2004, and it drives me nuts today. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely has. Oh, I wonder if we can get the, the short 
the saw short. We should try to check that out. Okay. Um, we can try. I think it was like the year before this was released and it was about like the orderly at a hospital. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely crazy and silly. It makes a lot. The way that some of these scenes are filmed are just so extreme that it's almost laughable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's real. It's really over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it has character. Oh, one hundred percent. And I noticed that watch, like this watch, because yeah. I feel like a lot of times before when I've watched it with maybe a different eye, because now we've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these movies. <laughs> um, I kind of was like, okay, this is just kind of like the thing. Whereas at first, when I saw it, like the the car scene always just made me crack up and i was like this is so extra um yeah. but now i'm like all right it's it's saw this is just the character of the film it is i mean i can appreciate that the film has character yeah same and i mean this has got to be this is campy for 2004 this mm-hmm. is uh not 80s camp which is its own thing this is early 2000s camp yes. which is it's it's a it's a different kind of thing and i, I it's just not my favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, the choppy editing was very popular then, and, and Saw probably was the start of it. Yeah. Or around the start of it. Um, so, I mean, it's not the f- first film I've seen that does this, um, but I remember it driving me nuts in the theater. Uh, it's worse in the second film, by far. Uh, in this film, it's it's, you know. It is what it is. I feel like it's interesting because this was James Wan, James Wan's first like solo directing uh, feature, and I feel like um, it has a lot of character, and I can appreciate kind of like being that bold upon the first, you know, foray. Is this I- his first film? Like his first real film, like out of film school? Um, so he filmed one other movie before, but it was co-directing with someone else. Okay. And then he did the Saw okay. short, and then he did Saw. And that was okay, his first, like, solo feature. I got the impression that him and Lee Winnell were, like, in film school together and, like, came up with this concept right after film school. And, I like, think that's what it is because they worked okay. on, the sh- on the short together as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they, like, they had this idea, was trying to find, like, a cheaper to produce kind of film so that they could get, you know, their foot in the door and um you know film that short to try to get mm-hmm. to push it forward so i mean it's it's an accomplishment yeah for how and young they, they were dead silence <laughs> yeah i mean i love dead silence same same <laughs> i love dead silence i am more of a dead silence fan than a saw fan we didn't get sequels to dead to, to dead silence wah, wah. <laughs> I know. but saw 10 of them 10 but they only did um, what the first two yeah, I don't know how involved Lee was in the writing in future films. I know that they're the director we have for Saw 2 did a lot of the Saw films. Oh, yeah. Directed a lot of the Saw films. Okay, so I think Lee Winnell did the first three. He wrote okay. the first three. Um, James did we Wan- get him back for Spiral or no? Uh, no. Okay. James Wan only directed the first one, but then he came up with the story with Lee Winnell for the third one. The and then that's one. that's where his involvement stops. And then Lee Winnell's involvement stops after the third one. Got it. Which is fair. I mean, yeah. just let 
just let them take let it, it and run. I wouldn't yeah. you I wouldn't want to be attached to it for any longer than that either. Like no. go on and do new things, which they did. And exactly. it's great. And because for those them. things were better than these things. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> I keep forgetting that Lee Winnell is in this. Oh my god. Like Yeah. <laughs> it took me like halfway through the film when I'm like, wait a minute. Oh That's no. Lee Winnell. He's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw him and I was like, oh yeah. I forgot it was Lee Winnell and Carrie Elwes. Um, it was so funny because I was texting one of my friends while I was watching this and I was just like, I was like, honestly, like, I'd fucking give him the cigarette. Adam sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Adam's so obnoxious. I would have thrown that cigarette. He would have been like, give me that cigarette. I would have been like, all right. <laughs> They're all kind of obnoxious. Like, I don't like any of the characters. Aren't I supposed to like some of them? Like... All of them are just batshit crazy. I mean, well, they're also just bad people, and that's the point of it, right? Like, that's why they're in this situation. The wife isn't a bad person, and the daughter isn't a bad person. Oh, yeah. They all just drive me nuts. The cops aren't supposed to be bad people. I also don't like them very much. The cops are (laughs) supposed to be bad people, aren't they? Because that's why, like, that one guy gets fired or whatever, because he goes batshit crazy. No, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Everybody's in the second wacky. film, absolutely the cops are bad. But oh. in the first film, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. Can can uh, Detective Steven Singh? He was a he was a good egg. Yeah. He and then Danny Glover just you know went a little crazy after his partner. I think he got just killed. got a little obsessive. Yeah. You know? Which happens. He lost. His I don't partner. think he's bad. But I don't think so I either. Don't like any of them. Yeah. Oh, Haley. Okay. Oh my gosh, my cat isn't. Are you okay? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be a part of this. She really does. She's like Danny Glover wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I be- I understand, Haley. Cat. She watched it with me, so she might have some opinion. She does. It um, sounds like. <laughs> so I mean, uh, did I love the film? No. Uh, I didn't, but I didn't hate it. I did remember a lot of, like, I remembered the twists, so, mm-hmm. you know, the excitement was, was not quite there. So, um, spoiler alert, yeah. if you haven't watched it for some reason at any point in time, I, when I started the film, yeah, <laughs> when I started it, I remembered, I think, like, three things. I remembered that the key... That goes down the drain at the beginning is the key to the chains. I yeah. I remembered that Tobin Bell was the body yep. in the thing. And what was the last thing that I remembered? Fuck. Well, I don't remember it now, but there was one more thing. <laughs> but those are kind of like the main things that, that I remembered. I didn't really necessarily yeah. remember like how it ended. I know that he like... That Cariel was like limped out of the the thing or whatever, but I didn't. I don't know. There wasn't really. Yeah, a conclusion, I remember. So. I remember he actually cut off his leg. Yeah. I remembered Tobin Bell was the body. Mm-hmm. I remembered the orderly was in on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered that there was like that there was something in the tank of the toilet. After he goes through, like, why would you start in the most disgusting part of the toilet? Like, it's on the tank. Look in the tank first. (laughs) 
gross. I mean, at least he makes a joke about it. And he's like, I guess I could have looked in there first because (laughs) I will. (laughs) Because I was thinking the same thing, Lee. Because I was definitely. I'm like, I'm glad you like at least drew attention to it because I thought that was fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Um, You're like, the heart is on the tank. Yeah. Let's go. I'm confused by some of the choices. I'm confused by some of the camera angles. I'm confused, especially with like flashbacks. So there's, you know, moments in time where they're remembering how they got kidnapped. And some of those camera angles don't make sense to me. Like there's a whole shot where um, Carrie um, is in the parking garage and someone (laughs) and he's like not paying attention and you can see the person with a pig mask crawling out of the car like that wouldn't be in his memory he didn't see that happen (laughs) so like things like that kind of like that's that's not a flashback and the flashback should be from his point of view because it's as he's remembering it i think that was I, i think he looked in the mirror and that's when we see the pig and that was the point. No, he does not see the pig until it attacks him. Oh. But we see it crawling out of the car. Yeah, no, I thought that, that he was seeing that in the mirror and that's what he was remembering. He didn't see it. If he saw it, he would have probably started screaming and running away. He didn't react until it attacked him. So the fact that he's remembering seeing it coming out of the car doesn't make any sense because he didn't actually see it coming out. Of- it's just it's like it's fine. It's like, you know, it's little things. Sure. But it just kind of is a little bit like, all right, well, that's not real. But I also know that apparently they had a hard time because they were editing this and kind of ran out of shots like they didn't have enough shots of things to make to fill out the scenes so i wonder if that's like part of why the editing is the way it is like i wonder if they decided oh well let's just create weird choppy shots and make it a thing it's gotta be because they also went in and supplemented some of the film with like surveillance camera footage yeah to kind of help and fill it out too so I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, let's come up with some crazy, wacky editing techniques to make this look cool, um, which I wouldn't fault them for. It's creative for sure. And it is a, it is it is a vibe. It's not my vibe, but it is a vibe. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe that they took and just went went to town with. They ran with it. <laughs> they did. Oh, man. So the whole point and we're going to we're going to have to go back to this in every single film. The whole point of Jigsaw is he is dying. Yes? Yes, he he's has cancer. Dying. He's he's has cancer. He's dying and he wants to make sure there are people out there that appreciates the life that they have. That's his whole reason for doing this. That is to make people appreciate life. To make I people... I feel like there's a better way to do yeah. it, you know? <laughs> well, for reasons that we learn in the second one, right? Sure, sure. We'll get to that. Right. Um, But yeah, that's his thing. And we kind of see that in Saw with Shawnee Smith's situation where she... Yeah has a contraption on her head that will essentially rip her jaw off. Um, And she has to essentially stab a man because the key is in his stomach. 
Yes. And rifle through his and, his intestines. Yeah. To find the key in enough time so that she doesn't lose her head. Can I just say there's I can't do many things in 60 seconds, let alone open something when I'm in panic mode. I just you know? feel like if he he act, they keep acting like he wants them to succeed, but I don't feel like that's true. If he wanted them to succeed, I feel like he would be giving them more time. Exactly. 60, that's not enough time. No. To understand the situation you're in. No. Figure out the plan and then figure it out. I mean, even if she starts right away, it's possible she wouldn't find it in time, even though she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so, like, how is that any better? You know, especially what was going on with the man that she murdered was he wasn't going to live in a, like I where did he come from? Yeah, exactly. What's his story? He must have killed someone killed someone. Yeah. He acts like I've never killed anyone, but you're putting people in positions where they're going to die. Yeah. Chances are. Yeah. So you are killing people. Like, I don't understand how that lets you wash your hands of any guilt or yeah. something. No. Like, I don't buy that narrative, and I don't necessarily... He's very intelligent, so I don't buy that he actually believes that either. No way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you just want to be a serial killer, then say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's just my jigsaw um feelings mm -hmm. but i also just want to think about literally i'd like for both films and for each film we're doing i would like to discuss the different quote-unquote games that are set up and are they really teaching a lesson of any kind no okay no right like i mean it's to what illicit guilt Right. It's to make you feel bad about the decisions you've made and to be thankful that you have a chance to make better decisions in the future, I think is really what we're supposed to be getting. Like, that's Jigsaw's like. But see, if that was the case, then Dr. Gordon would be re rewarded for not murdering his cellmate to save his family. But instead, he was going to be rewarded for murdering his cellmate. Well, that's the thing. What you know I, what I mean? see a lot of these games is like you're rewarded for doing some really awful shit to yeah, other people. Exactly. Like it's not it's not like do something that's hard for you but rewarding in the end. It's like do something awful. Like his family <laughs> is being held captive yeah. and he's making a choice over and over again because even he's a doctor. He knew that shooting him in his like shoulder wasn't going to kill him like yeah. even down to the last second after he cuts off his foot he's making the right decision like it doesn't make any sense that he i don't know that in jigsaw's not... mind that he would be like worthy of dying you know and so he's and also he's just guilty because he told him he's dying like that's that's the reason yeah. that's what makes him bad I don't, I don't know. know. I don't understand Jigsaw. I, I feel like they could have just it. made that a little bit. Like, I don't know. I think that it's the whole. I think it's I mean, it's supposed to be kind of like cult cultish. Right. And it's like the beginning of of Jigsaw building his cult. So, yeah. like, I kind of can get behind that narrative a little bit more. But it's hard for me to, like, believe him. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's that. And you would think if you want to build, if you want to build your cult of survivors, like you'd probably want more survivors. Like maybe make the games a little easier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, because Shawnee's character is like, he saved me. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first trap we have is the razor blade room um which is bullshit there's no way that like if you're successful getting through the razor blade room that's just luck you know that's not like that's that's not like working harder or something no he's stuck in this room of razor blades that's a maze and he has to get him they has to get out before the door closes. Yeah. So he has to rush through razor blades and like hopefully go the right way. Hope that he doesn't maze. bleed out enough and before he, he gets there. Like I just don't really like you're not setting him up for success. No. He was also very <laughs> naked and he was a big man. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like there's no way. That was such a like I like that scene though. How they, oh, they, they're great. How they that one's great. It. I actually think like the side uh, games that we get glimpses of were very effective, Same. and um, I thought they were great. Um, the flammable wall code thing, yeah, um, also good. I'm okay with all of them. I just don't think that you're setting you're setting your victims up for <laughs> success. For success. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get I get making them do something hard to succeed. I just don't understand. Like a lot of it's just luck. Yeah. If they're doing it. Or like you can't control like what level of shock you're in when you're in that situation. So like putting a certain time limit on things is also kind of rude. Like I'd just be done for. I would be dead like, immediately. <laughs> I would have an anxiety attack and pass out before. Yeah. I, like... Yeah. <laughs> hopefully like, i'm passed out by the time the time's yeah. up and i don't even know what's happening yep yep <laughs> oh gosh yeah um but yeah amanda with her reverse bear trap i remember the reverse bear trap that was a big deal that was a bfd in the movie yeah um it is kind of a wild thing to think about it's terrifying like who thought that up that's creepy what's wrong with you yeah (laughs) um yeah but the whole like adam doctor i feel like it was a lot i feel like that went on and on and on and i don't really understand when the other ones are so short and straightforward why we're doing this specific thing it just doesn't make sense why yeah, why we're focused on these two. Well, and why this is such a long-winded game that involves two people. I mean, I guess they're kind of related. Yeah. And he wants to, like, expose the situation or well, whatever. I, but... I think that's the thing, right? The other ones were kind of one-offs, maybe kind of testing the waters. Then sure. there's this two, one. And then obviously, like, much later, we have the second saw movie which is like a house full of people so i think the first ones were probably like tests to see how you know 
That's how fair. the logistics work and whatever. And this one, he's bringing more people into it um, with the orderly to see if that works. So I think it's all just like a test. Like, how big it's can like, I make this? You know? Sure. I mean, he is just starting out, and that's fair. That yeah. he kind of starts off a little, little by little. Um, the one thing I don't understand, though, is we have the orderly, right? Who's mm-hmm. like, I guess, part of the cult. Um, who like goes in and takes the wife and daughter, mm-hmm. kidnaps them, ties mm-hmm. them up, puts a gun to their head, and then with a stethoscope, like listens to their heart beating. Yeah, which, like, what is that? I mean, it's creepy. I think he's just a creep, though. Okay, I think that's why he's there because right. I don't. He's not part of the cult because he has his own tape. That's true. This is his That's trial. True, but he, he's like, he knows John. Yeah. When he's in the hospital. Yeah. And he seems like kind of enamored by him, though. So he was in in the hospital bed. Like, John has drawings of the reverse bear trap. Like, he's coming up with this idea in the hospital, probably talking with the orderly or whatever. So, like, you should talk to him. He's an interesting man is a weird thing to say if you're not, like, interested but it's it is weird. Here's your game. Kill people like that's not. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what his thing said. I don't know. It didn't really make. I don't think it made sense. No, I don't think it did it's, either. It's fine. It's saw. You know, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should have been a, a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of this should have reasons. Um, and I'm just not a hundred. It's just so well orchestrated that like, I'm pretty, he's just killing people at that point. Like if you're telling someone they have to kill someone or you're going to die, you're killing people. That is, that is you killing someone by proxy. You're Mm -hmm. still responsible. You know? Yeah. You're still, you're, (laughs) you're still part of the murder. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why the whole narrative of. I've never killed anyone. I'm like, it's eh. bullshit. Haven't you though? Because it seems like you've killed a lot of people. Yeah, those people would not have died they if you didn't do what you did. And so you go back and you take you that them. puzzle piece from them. Yeah, but that wasn't in the first movie. That then, right? That was like an addition that happened after the first movie. No, it was in the first movie. Was it? Yeah. Right. At the uh, at the crime scenes, they go and. How they do see you it. feel about? The jigsaw um, puppet. I think it. it, Well, (laughs) I think that it's weird how much it represents this movie because it does it become more integral into the story later because I feel like I don't know. Well, yeah, because Jigsaw doesn't show his face, so, like, that's the face of Jigsaw to the victims. But then when you think about, like, what he has to go through to, like, put that little guy on a tricycle, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it's a lot of, like, puppetry. It's It's just a lot of work involved. Yeah, it's a lot of show. Which I don't even think you need, you know, a face. It could just be static with a voiceover. It'd be just as creepy. Because a lot of them were just the voice. Yeah. And then we see the, the, is it Amanda's the first time that we see the puppet? 
I don't know. Me either. I we see remember. it more in the second one. Yeah. Um, it's just it. <laughs> I mean, the design of it's good, and I, I I think James Wan made that puppet. Yeah, they did. He made it from scratch for mm-hmm. the film itself, mm-hmm. and so I mean, that's lovely. It's and creepy. I, I, I wouldn't want to see a, it. No, I mean, who would? No, get it out of here. He's got a puppy thing, a puppy thing, a puppet thing. Like, you have, I a have, puppy a, thing. I have a puppy thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Tobin Bell is literally laying face down for every shot? The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Bonkers. I always try to catch him breathing, but I, I didn't. Yeah. I never did. You would think a doctor would notice yeah. that he maybe is alive. What an actor. That's crazy. Okay. Let's move on to two. And a trooper. <laughs> a serious trooper. Like, okay, I'm done as well. So okay. we end this movie where uh, our orderly gets killed by Adam. Um, yep. Adam is still chained when the door closes. Oh, Jigsaw gets up and tells him the key's been in the bathtub the whole time and he leaves and closes the door. Dr. Gordon, we don't know what happens to him. He says, I'm going to go and get help. We never and just leaves. Yeah, and we don't know. And we don't know it. what happens after that. Adam screams. End credits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next. Next up, Saw Two. Saw Two. Inter- introduce it. Saw Two from 2005. It's directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, who previously directed Repo, the genetic opera, and Tales of Halloween. It's written by Lee Winnell and Darren Lynn Bowsman. The IMDb summary is a detective and his team must rescue eight people trapped in a factory by the twisted serial killer known as Jigsaw. Mm. So something I didn't know, but when I was doing research for this film, I found out is that uh, the script was written by Darren Lynn Bowsman previous to Saw coming out. Like, he, he, before he'd been trying to get it, he's been trying to sell it for years. Hmm. And people didn't want it because they said it was too violent. And the script was called The, the, the Desperate. Um, they didn't want it because they thought it was too violent. And then when Saw was coming out, they saw a lot of similarities to Saw. And so, um, you know, pe- some people were thinking, oh, we'll produce this as like, you know, you know how they like to put movies out that are similar to other popular movies yes. around the same time. So they thought of doing that. And then it ended up that they ended up buying the script and just adjusting it. So it was Saw 2. So that's a reason why this might not be as bad as some of this other Saw sequels. I'm just guessing. I haven't seen the other Saw sequels. But I do like that tidbit because I love the idea of this movie. I don't know that I love the movie itself, but I love the idea of it. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Um, yeah. I remembered liking this movie more than I did upon rewatch. Yeah. Um, I think I used to like this movie more than the original, but I think I like the original more than I like this movie. But I think a lot of it might be the fact that I just hate the cop with a passion that like yeah. I can't feel any kind of sympathy or empathy for Donnie Wahlberg's character. I want the worst things to happen to him. Um, I think you're supposed to hate him. He's not a good person. No, he's not a good person. But it's so 
extreme that it's like not enjoyable to watch any scene that he's in. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about the character of Xavier. I also hated him. And so he's like, what the f- why? Yeah. Like, Just kill that guy. <laughs> next level rage. Um, yeah. And so I think a lot of the scenes were kind of hard to watch just because it was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then Chick from Seventh Heaven is just like fainting all the time. I feel like Beverly Mitchell. Yep. Her. I feel like all the character. Well, not all of them, but a majority of the characters were just so exhausting that I was exhausted watching. Yeah, I liked Daniel. Though, so at least I liked someone. The son. I, uh, yeah, I, I liked him. Fine. I also uh, loved Jaguar guy from Speed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know who that is. Jonas. I was like that guy's from Speed. I don't, I know. don't know who Jonas is. Um, he is the black guy. Oh, okay. Glenn I don't know that I've Glenner. seen Speed all the way through. What? He's the guy that, um, I mean, if you, you probably won't remember, but Keanu didn't. takes his Jaguar to get up on the side of the bus. And it's just so funny. He's oh. like a little breath of fresh air, but then he also has cameo in Speed too. Anyway, oh, I digress. Okay. I like him. Um, and I liked his character. Um, all right. But yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know. This one was hard a hard watch. I feel like this the the foresight that Jigsaw had to do to make this happen. Like there's too many variables. Mm-hmm. Like people would need to show up at certain things at just the right time. Like how did he know when the detective was going to find him? Like none of that makes sense to me like that whole thing is so weird mm-hmm. like how did he know the detective was gonna find him when he did i think that or at all mm-hmm. i think that he probably made it like he wanted to be found so he left the breadcrumbs he wanted to be found mm-hmm. but and he left the breadcrumbs fine but like, how did he, he woke up in the middle of the night and was like, this is where we need to go. And Jigsaw was just sitting there ready for him. Like, what if well, it took him weeks or months to get there? You have to remember that everything in the house was pre-recorded, So he could have pressed play at any time. But his son would have been missing that entire time. Yeah, he would have been. And he would have just been, what, in a safe with oxygen for the entire time? No, I don't think he was in the safe probably until, like, Jigsaw made it. So he was probably... But he had to be in the safe before captain. the cops arrived. Yeah. But I think he, Jigsaw probably knew when the cops were arrived and were, he was able to put How? him in the thing with the oxygen tank to give him enough How? oxygen. Okay. First of all, Jigsaw cannot move. Jigsaw is there by himself. I mean, Jigsaw like, I just... obviously can move if he sets all this shit up. And he has, I... and he has Shawnee Smith, too, who yeah. is watching. I mean... Him. I'm just saying that is a lot of like mental gymnastics and like some of that is just luck. Like that could have taken months. It could have taken months and months for any detective to figure that out. And it could have just been not that cop. He didn't want to do it to begin with. He could have just not done it. I don't I get what you're saying, but I I don't think so. I think that Jigsaw would have like set it up to be that way. But also, this is a movie, (laughs) 
so maybe not. I know, but I'm just saying like maybe that to I'm me, underthinking it and you're overthinking it. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I'm overthinking it. I just think that like there there is a lot of like luck involved in this working out as well as it does. Like I just and I think that about like a lot of the things that happen in these movies. Like a lot of this is luck. Like this isn't an intelligent person could come up with this idea, but for it to actually work as well as it does, like there's luck involved. Is all I'm saying. Honestly, for me, more so than them than him finding where Jigsaw is, the fact that it took so long for them to figure out that he, that he was that Daniel was um, the cop's son, like that could have happened literally at any time. Because what if he didn't even think about it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and in which case he would have been murdered because Xavier's a psycho. Yeah. And I know that, like, that's probably why Amanda was there to kind of, like, protect him in that way. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I do think that makes sense. And I like that Amanda was there and they explained that at the end because that does help with how the whole actions that happen within the house unravel. Like, she could be pushing certain buttons and making things go a certain way. And but she could she, be orchestrating, like, when people find out certain them. things. She's yeah, like, she does. don't enter that, like, if that's not... And she, like, lets him, like, lets everybody decide <laughs> what they're going to do. Um, yeah, because I think to a point she does think she's helping people. Yeah. No, 100%. She does think what Jigsaw does helps people. Absolutely. She's wrong. But I think that her part in it, it does make sense that she would actually be trying to help them because she thinks that there is a good reason they're doing this, right? Yes, yes. So let's, on that note, let's talk about the oven because how is that helping anyone? And what is the point of that? (laughs) The second that he... Okay, so the only thing that I remembered about Saw 2 is the needle scene. Um, because that's probably one of my worst nightmares. Um, I did not remember the oven, like what happens in the oven. However, the fact that they didn't have someone standing in front of that door blows my mind. Number right? one. Number two, yeah. the fact that he thought, oh syringes hanging from the sky i'm gonna pull it with all my strength (laughs) is ridiculous like yeah what are you thinking you like literally signed your death warrant (laughs) there's a window in the back as they see Mm -hmm. just smash the window and grab it exactly also yeah the fact that they don't think anything bad's gonna happen when he takes the syringes but i just think it's i'm trying to understand the point of the thought behind the oven so he's told there's two syringes in there there's one for you because you helped me get these people and the second one is for you to give to someone else so that's him being a good person right Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to get a second one to help other people so he's choosing to be a good person by grabbing a second one. And in doing that, then he dies. So like him making a good positive choice to help other people is what kills him. Yep. If he was selfish and just helped himself, he would have been fine. If he would have been like, I have mine, I'm good. And then crawled but out that's and why let I someone don't else get understand in. understand these things. Yeah. Who are we helping here? Nobody. What is the point 
of that. There's no and point. then there is a part where he looks and he sees like a a valve on yeah. the side, and there's like a little Satan drawing. I couldn't make out what it read. I think you know it was. What I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it was to turn off the fire. Okay. To turn so off the gas. he did have a way to turn it off. Yes. But he would have had to he go just, through the fire and get burned or he incinerated because he didn't do that. Well, I mean, he's getting burned anyway. He should have done it. A hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that one I hated. Uh, another one that I felt similarly about was the... Uh, the the glass box. I was gonna bring this one up in the last segment that we were speaking about, where because we... if people were helping her, mm-hmm. she would have been fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did she just throw her arms, both arms, in there like nothing bad was gonna happen? I was literally and was surprised like, and when something even, bad happened. Like she broke it. <laughs> Well, like, the thing is, she puts yeah. her arm up and tries to grab the thing and drops it and it spills everywhere. But she still gets the, her other arm in there to try to pick something like, no, no, no. What are you doing? It's broken. There's nothing in there for you. <laughs> like, you could have used your other hand to help get your first hand out by yeah. like pushing the glass so you could have gotten your hand out. Exactly. But instead, you put your other hand in and just, what are you doing? Now you're done. She also, because I was having that internal struggle, um, but I was like, also, I don't know, maybe the poison that's going on in her body made her not think. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So I'll let that one slide, I guess. (laughs) I mean, sure. Um, How (laughs) awkward is this interaction, uh, or all the interactions, really, between... uh, Carrie, right? That's the police detective lady. Yeah. And Matthews. It's yeah. like everything is like a weird sexual tension on her end, but he's just like not having it, but it's all just super awkward. Yeah, there was a subplot that got edited out. Well, I wish they would have edited had, it all out. <laughs> he had an affair with her, and that's why he ended his marriage. Yeah. And Daniel hates him. Um, so you felt it. I mean, you def- I still knew it was there. Sure, it's um, stupid. Also, he- another boy meets world name Eric Matthews. Yep. Wasn't there just another one? What was it? I don't there was know. definitely another movie we watched with with an Eric Matthews with with another. Yes, Corey. Was it Eric Matthews or? I don't now remember. I have to go through my. No- I'm gonna go through my notes. I'm gonna fucking find it. I wrote it. I wrote it down. Was it Knock at the Cabin? No, it wasn't Knock at the Cabin. I'm gonna keep looking. We'll come up with it in a second. Uh, <laughs> but I just remember we did another movie, and I was like, "Oh, Eric Matthews or something like that." Topanga. It was not Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> there is an Eric. There is an Eric in Knock at the Cabin. Was it Eric? Matthews for Knock at the Cabin? I don't think so. No? Okay, I'm telling you, we did another movie recently that was like a name. Okay, it's fine. We don't have to to fixate. Oh, Eric Matthews, I found it. I found it. Uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge is Eric Matthews. (laughs) Not what I would have picked. I wouldn't... (laughs) 
That's so funny. But it's still interesting that the third film we've done in a very short period of time with a main character Would, named yeah, Eric, Eric Matthews. That's fair. Eric Matthews. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. That's so funny. Anyway, um, I digress. I digress. <laughs> I, knew, I knew there were multiple Eric Matthews. Um, Bet you've never heard a Saw podcast like this before. <laughs> <laughs> of all the Saw Boy podcasts. Meets world. <laughs> Definitely the best one. Um. Yeah, Xavier is awful. He was supposed to be played by Henry Rollins, and I wonder if I would have liked him more if he was played by Henry Rollins. I feel like I would have. I feel like I would have too. But I feel like I feel Henry like Rollins would just played him a little bit differently. <laughs> he would have played him a lot differently. So this guy was just yeah. like roid rage all over the place. Yeah, at first I felt like he was very Jersey Shore, and mm-hmm. then I. And then I slowly felt like he was just roided out. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, he was. So, I mean, I like the idea of this, a house with a bunch of games in it and people just wander into different rooms and have to go through different games. It didn't quite work out, though. No. I just, I feel like they could have done more of it. There could have been more games. There could have been more people dying of the games and not of the gas. I think that that was kind of like Beverly Mitchell's character. Like, what was even the point of her? That's what I was going to say. Like, she's literally just in the corner the whole time. like Being all mousy and shit. She doesn't say hardly anything. No. And then she just dies Mm -hmm. of asphyxiation. They literally just carry her from room to room until she dies. (laughs) Like, what's the point? And you know what? I think that's... I think that's maybe the reason why I didn't enjoy this one as much as I thought that I had because I, you know, since this movie, we've gotten like Escape Room 1 and 2. We've gotten all of these other movies that kind of take this idea and make it like better, you know, more creative, more puzzles, more you have to work together. Um, Yeah. And so I think that's I think that's kind of it is where it just fell flat. Yeah, and the fact that like Xavier realizes that everyone has a number written on the back of their neck, like okay, just let everyone live and like work together. It's not that hard. It, you literally don't have to hurt each other to get these numbers and get out. It's like, like bro, you're a you're not going to remember all these numbers and b you're not going to be able to move them in different positions to then figure out the combination. Like work together. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine if mul- multiple of you get out versus just you. Yeah. That's why I'm like I'm so confused. Once he figures it out, it should be the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's easy. But then okay, what would have happened if they got out? It would have fucked up the whole second part of the story i think yes it would have but i think shawnee uh amanda would have taken would have basically kidnapped what's his face again you think i do daniel would have just straight up been kidnapped yeah but then those other people would have been arrested and could have told the whole story so they would have had to kidnap everyone that got out i don't know Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're right. I'm You're 100 percent to... right. Okay. <laughs> he was definitely bank. Jigsaw was definitely banking on all these people dying. He was really. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if he's part fortune teller. Well, I think you know. Part honestly, psychic. while I was watching it, I kind of think that different. 
Like, I, I don't think, I think Amanda had the antidote from the beginning. I don't no. think that Daniel was dosed as heavily. Um, I don't think he was dosed at all. I wouldn't be surprised if any effects that we're seeing with him were just, like, psychosomatic. Yeah. You know? He wasn't spitting up blood and neither was Amanda. No. No, and he wasn't acting like foggy brained at all. He no. was just kind of like staggering around because I mean, I would be too if I yeah. saw everyone else doing it and I thought that like the gas was killing me. I'm sure I would have some sort of placebo effect. And they probably you know? had him for a bit, which would give him that kind of sallow look and he hasn't yeah. seen the sun in a bit, so his eyes are kind of, you know, foggy. Yeah. Um so I think that to your point, all those people were very likely gonna die but sure. daniel daniel and amanda were gonna be okay got it it does take some of them kind of a long time to die like and i always thought it was interesting that some of the smaller people like didn't do- died at the same time as people that were bigger than them you would think a smaller person would probably die faster well laura got taken out in that super situation fast. yeah that brunette, got taken though. up super fast, and then um, Addison lasted a while. Um, Jonas got murdered, and then everybody else died except for Xavier in a yeah. thing, right? Because we had the the nail in the eye at the beginning, the fire. Like, Was there how one many more? People actually die in traps. Two, right? And isn't that a little low? That's what I'm saying. For a movie structured like this? Like, that's the weird thing, right? That's like, they. Exactly what I'm mi- saying. Yeah. They missed out on an opportunity. Yeah. To have a big kill count creatively. And I mm-hmm. think they just kind of. I mean, they definitely had to rush this through. Well, obviously, too, if it was not even supposed to be a Saw movie at the beginning, right. they made it into a Saw movie. So they probably right. wrote in those kills specifically for this. Sure. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. Not my favorite, to be honest. Neither of these are my favorite. <laughs> I preferred the I preferred Saw to this one. Which one would I watch again? I would watch Saw again. I don't know that I want to watch Saw ever again. I might watch <laughs> this one again. But I don't... I, the only reason I think I would watch this one again is just because I think there's more that I might get out of it by watching it again. Like, I mm. might... Not a lot, but, like, I think that there might be things that I could see in this one, maybe, by watching it again. Or at least there's more characters and there's more plot. Like, the first one, I just feel like... I mean, 20 years went by after I saw it and I felt like I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really like either of them, uh, but I would probably watch Saw 2 again. Yeah. Uh, before I watched original Saw. Not to say I think it's a better movie. I think Saw probably is the better film, uh, but Saw 2 is just more interesting to me. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like rewatching a movie after you know the twist, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that ruins it, and you don't want to watch it again. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. So that's the difference there. I think. I can't believe we have 
seven more of these to watch. Buckle up. Why? We do. It's not in the next one, but I think it's Saw 4. We meet Luke Danes. Oh, I know. <laughs> I did see that he's in it and yeah. I got really excited. So at least there's that to look forward to. That's how my cousin got me to go to the four and five double feature. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like Luke Danes and you're like, fine. I, was like, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, can we d- be done talking about Saw yeah, for we're, now? Yeah, yep. Okay, okay, great. So what's going on with you, Miss Carly? I don't think anything. I had, no. a, I had a migraine over the weekend, so I, like, haven't watched oh. anything. Mm. Um, That's fair. Yeah, so I haven't, I've been watching Supernatural. That's it. Supernatural. Just I, all about the supernatural. I can't stop. Did you watch Succession? No, I literally haven't Mrs. watched Maisel. anything that I need to pay attention to because oh, my brain really? was broken. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, but on Supernatural, there was an episode where Dean has to speak to a dog, and it was my favorite episode that I, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The dog sees his owner get killed, and then there's a spell that can that you can like hear. It sounds so stupid, but the episode is so good because he's like he hates dogs. All uh, however many seasons, it's like ten seasons of him hating dogs, and then he's there's a whole episode of him talking to dogs and having conversations. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> that sounds cute. I like th- I like that show. In theory, you can't. I haven't been able to get into it. It's so good. <laughs> um. I watched two episodes of From yesterday. Yes. And you liked it. Um, I do. I did like it. Sorry, you said um, it was on Amazon? Uh, the Amazon. first season is on Amazon. I think first and second season, second season's coming out now, uh, is on MGM Plus, which I do not have. So, um, But the first season is available to stream on Amazon if you have Amazon Prime. So I've been watching it on that. Um. And I think M- MGM Plus does like a month free or nice. something if you sign up. So I figure I'll wait and see if I want to watch season two and then do that. Um, but so far, so good. It's very um, it's very eerie. I don't want to give anything away, but I think you'll like it. Um, I don't want to give anything away. So I, there's lots I want to say, but I'll wait till you watch it. Okay. Um, I love um, Mercutio's in it from Romeo and Juliet. I just, oh, yeah. I just call him Mercutio. I forget. I know he has a real name. And I know he's been <laughs> Most in- Most people do. I know he's been in many other things. <laughs> Most people I have also, real names. It's true. But he will always be Mercutio to me. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Sorry, um, fella. I also have been watching, I've been re-watching Schitt's Creek, just like to have things on in the background. Um, so good. And yeah, just watching the new episodes of the things I like. Um, I also have been watching, um, catching up a bit on Mandalorian. I got to the uh, Jack Black episode. And Lizzo. Uh, so many people hated that, but I just loved it. It's cute. Yeah, I you thought know, it was adorable. I love Lizzo. Same. Um, she's she's not the greatest actress in the world, but no. no one's expecting her to be. And I thought she was lovely. Same. Thought she did a great job. And um, I also love Jack Black with my whole heart. So who doesn't? I mean, were he's just, a treasure. He's such a treasure. He is. <laughs> so well, there's that. 
but no real like no new movies or anything mm-hmm. um I accidentally watched Pulp Fiction the other day. How does that accidentally happen? Um, well, it was on Pluto and Tony turned it on. Okay. And so we were just like on our phones or whatever with it on in the background. And then I just put my phone down and watched a lot of Pulp Fiction. And then it got to the the part that's hard to watch. Mm -hmm. You know, some people might not know what part I'm talking about, but I think most people do. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one part in particular I Mm -hmm. feel like is harder to watch than others. Yeah. Um, And so Tony's like, "Eh, I'm done watching this now. And I was like, that's fair. And then um, I was like, I'm going to go to bed. And so I went to bed, but then I just put it on Amazon. So there was no commercials and fast forwarded through that part and then watched the end of it. Nice. (laughs) It's a great movie. I watched it is... It's something I used to watch a lot. I had it on DVD, and I just remember that being one I watched a lot. Um, I know so much, so many of the lines. Like, I was quoting it like crazy, and I was like, I forgot how much I used to watch this. Um, it's still lovely. It's still wonderful. Um, it is a, there's, there's, it's my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie by far. Um, I, I, I just really like Pulp Fiction a lot. It's great. I think it rotates, but I think the Kill Bills are my favorite. Kill Bills are great. Yeah. Or ooh, I don't know if you Once you Upon a this, Time is so good too. Yeah. I liked it, but I don't I saw it once and I just never felt the need to revisit it, so I don't think I liked it that much. See, I just watched it again in the theater and I was just like I had the best time watching it. I was just like I, f- it, I had so much fun. <laughs> What were you going to say about college? Yeah. Oh, I just remember when Kill Bill came out and we were in college that they did like a showing of Kill Bill in the student center. And like, so good. And they, and I don't know why I was just thinking of that. It's not exciting at all. It's not an interesting thing. I guess I was just wondering if you were there, but then I was like, she probably wasn't there. I don't there. think I was there because I don't remember it, but that's like <laughs> yeah, awesome. They did fair. a lot of cool things in the student center. The student center was a great place. Yeah. True. What are you going to do? I saw the Blood Brothers in the Student Center. <laughs> I also saw the Blood yeah, Brothers in I, the Student we Center. We saw it together, probably. <laughs> you know what else they had in the Student Center that was so great? Is what? they had, like, a giant Lego table. I remember that. And it just, like, could go there and hang out and, like, play with Legos yes. if you wanted. <laughs> that was a cool and, space. And my favorite was the Tetris game. Because they had an old, like, original Tetris um, game. And they just had a stool in front of it. So you could just sit there <laughs> for hours playing Tetris. Playing Tetris. With the original music. The bum, ba da bum, ba da bum, ba da bum. And I feel like I spent a lot of time doing that, which is silly because you can play Tetris on your computer, but like it was just way more fun to play there. So much And there fun. was never anyone on it. So I just, I spent a lot of time playing Tetris. No there. one wanted to play Tetris. I did, but I mean, no one else did, I guess. No, that's great though, because then you don't have to yeah. wait. I put on shows there too. I put on a few like hardcore punk shows there. That was a really cool space. I liked it. I lot. hosted them and it was like my first time doing that and it it I, it wasn't very successful, but I had fun doing it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Mhm. It was fun though. Oh. It was. Mm, memories. 
movies. Okay. Um. Anyway, this is not interesting for other it, people. It's not at interesting all. for other people, but you know what? It can tie back to the early two thousands, so it's fine. Oh, you know what else I did? <laughs> what I made a cake, a giant cake. What? I mean, you saw it. Oh, I thought you were talking about in college. And I was like, where no. did you make a cake in college? No. No, Over she the did. weekend. <laughs> over the weekend, you saw I it. I was just so I made confused. a giant 12-inch, four-layered cake. <laughs> I also made cakes in college. I've always liked making cakes. But um, this cake was not made in college. It was made <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> it looked so good. Thank you. It was very difficult, but very, it went well. Uh, I made it for a very large party and I was nervous about it, but it went well. People loved it. And so I need to like make more cakes. So if anyone wants a cake. You can make me a cake anytime you want. Let me tell you. Will you come down and visit me if I make you a cake? Yes. I can never get this girl to come visit me. I hate leaving my house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let alone my never. city my pa- never think of how my mis- like unhappy my parents are with me <laughs> have you ever even been to san diego yeah a couple times sure my friend sure Brian. you'll come and not see me <laughs> which is very rude that is really rude actually how dare i it's super mean and hurtful i'm sorry you're not it's fine get over it <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> this has really gone gone in a weird we're direction. Off, we're off the rails. Um, I'm doing I mean, this thing where we forget we're recording um, and we're just talking we're just, about exactly normal things. Like we're just and... hanging out <laughs> with headphones on in front of a microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna get us back on track. Cool. Um, Sounds good. So join us next week because we will be, I mean, if you want, <laughs> this intrigues you. <laughs> if you want more of this, whatever this is. We'll be discussing <laughs> Saw 3 and 4, which are both streaming on Stars. Um, if you've never seen them before. So. Like me. Like Amy. I don't think yeah. I've seen Saw 3. We'll see. I don't remember. <laughs> I've seen software. It may though. be you. It may be me. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Come back, right. please. <laughs> or not. I get it. I mean, I understand if you don't. Wouldn't but we would like it, it if you came back. Uh, until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. 